information I needed five minutes ago. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert, an everything entertainment update heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. So, um, what's new in your world? Ben Affleck admitted he's dating again, and he was also spotted on Saturday night visibly drunk after a party. Oh, no. Uh, on Sunday, he said that he just slipped, and he wasn't going to let it derail his sobriety. <sighs> The video yeah. is is the video is hard to watch. Right. Yeah, from TMZ, it's yeah. really it's I I didn't like seeing that. I, I don't like anyone. Oh my gosh. Seeing just, someone in that condition. Absolutely, and it's just you know I wonder how his friends react when they're around him and he's doing this. Is it? I mean, I I certainly would step in and say. We don't want to go down that road. Yeah, Come remember. on, remember how hard this has been for you and how it's not oh. worth it? I don't know. As a friend, I think. But, you know, once again, it's not. You know, the the person who has the issue, they're the only ones that can control that. Yeah, not the family so or much. friend. Yeah, but yeah. I hope people were trying to steer him in another direction. That's all I'm saying there. Exactly. Okay, let's see here. Martin Scorsese, he made headlines when he compared Marvel movies to theme parks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, he said mm-hmm. it isn't the cinema of human beings trying to convey emotional, psychological experiences to another human being. Viola Davis, we love her. She was in Rome for the Rome Film Festival and said she likes a good Marvel movie and a good DC Comics movie. She said, art lives in that world of imagination. It's a playground there. It's God's playground. It's not up to anyone to say what deserves to be there and what doesn't. Yeah! (laughs) Yeah, She did not mention him in particular, but I love it. She'll be seen in the next Suicide Squad movie. There's a lot of hate coming from uh, multiple people, too. I love that you're speaking up. Yes, and uh, Francis Coppola... That guy, he has also Francis said... Ford Coppola? Ford yeah. Coppola. I knew I was missing one name in there. <laughs> These are the dinosaurs of the film industry. Yes, they've been extremely successful in their legends, but guess what? Yep. Just because you can't do it, get up with the times. Well, and as far as not eliciting emotion, uh, sorry, Marty, but I cried my eyes out uh, three times during Avengers Endgame and uh, uh, Infinity War. So, pull the motion from me. Yep. I guarantee they've never even seen any superhero movies, so they no. don't know what it's like to experience them. You can connect to the characters, you know. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Disney is re-releasing two classic video games, Aladdin and The Lion King. They're, they're going to be re-released on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're going to yep. see those hit shelves tomorrow. They're going to sell for $30. Oh, yeah. Just in time for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Gee, I wonder if that's an accident. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You can pre-order those at Best Buy and Target. Also, they're re-releasing. If you have Genesis or Super Nintendo, both (laughs) games are going to re-release on those as well. Genesis. I haven't heard that since 93. Yeah. Yeah. You can get those on December 10th. That's so cool. All right. That's the latest dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. Talk dirt alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 1071. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Uh-oh. Oh, thanks. Oh, thanks, wow. uh, Clark, Clark Cable. I'm Jason Matheson along with Alexis Thompson and America's favorite, Don McClain. Don McClain. Yes. Coming up on 806. It's Monday, October 28th, 2019. How we doing, everybody? Lex, how you doing? Great. You doing well? You doing well? Yeah. Feeling Don, good. Uh, 
Lex, do me a favor. Wake Dawn up. Could you Dawn, just hey. tap her a little bit? Oh. Tap her out of it, girl. Wake up. Wake up, Dawn. <laughs> Actually, I'm really thankful we had that auction last hour for our print because it kept me awake. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> how, how did we uh, end up doing here? What was our the last update? For? Oh, you want to... Uh, Jason, do you have the drum roll? Uh, I do. Down? I do. That's right. So we auctioned off our final. This is limited edition, girl. Lex, Dawn, and I are not going back into the art space here. We're not. Uh, we made 18 prints, and that's it. Yep. The final padless on Mount Fuji screen print print went for... Sneak attack from a shark named Mara who waited until the end. No way! <laughs> she had not been a previous bidder. Uh, Mara called in at eight fifty nine wow. with her bid and said, "Whatever it is, put fifty dollars on the end for me." No way! Uh-huh. Mara, Whoa. you sneaky great white shark, you. The minute to go, amazing. Oh, she ate. Actually, it's about thirty shot. seconds. Whoa. Oh. She devoured that boat. Yes. Like at the end of Jaws. She <laughs> ate Roy Scheider right yeah. up. I love that. Aww, but oh. thank you to all of our lovely uh, yes. bidders that hour. Christine, uh, we had Haley, we had um, Brona. Brona, we had Kathy. So thank you for caring about our charity. Yes. Thank you so much. It, it really meant the world to us. Mm-hmm. And, and all of you that listened all week and had fun and laughed with us and and put up with us and our goofiness and our silliness and a lot of butt jokes and and you you long time uh, my talkers know it. we're just we're we're slap happy by the time we get done Oof. with that so I don't even know Friday what we said I, was cray oh, cray city yeah. yeah just look at that I had such a good time yeah that yeah, was too. a fun time we yeah. had some fun shows so out hard. there yeah oh god yeah. we laughed that picture of Lex I that I tweeted on Friday and Lex's hair is all uh she looked you did look like a little nutter butters. <laughs> yeah. You looked a little little like, nutter butters. Get your butters. crazy eyes on. I'm like, no problem. That's easily nope. attainable today. She was scaring us. Yeah. She was like scaring 5:30 us. Like 5:30 in the morning. Getting real close. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to Brooke and Jess and B Arthur yes. and uh Pat and Paul and uh, Hannah, everyone that worked behind the scenes that you guys don't get to see. They they made us look really good. Yeah, so thank you guys team. very much. They really yeah, are. We really do. Wow. Uh, it is uh, coming up on 8.09. Uh, now, I know we're barely to Halloween. I mean, yeah. We have Thursday is Halloween. But there's a member of Alexis's family who's already looking forward to Christmas. Am I right on that, Lex? Oh, yeah. They've got Amazon wish lists already, and they wanted to show me the list. And I'm like, guys, this is too early for this. (laughs) Your your niece and nephews have an Amazon wish list? Oh, oh, yeah. For everything. Birthdays, Christmas. Kids are too much. It's kind of easy, though. It does make it nice to be able to look and see what they're into. Because, you know, know, with these kids, it's Beyblades one minute, then it's Paw Patrols the next minute, Peppa the Pig, and all these characters. There's a PJ Mask or MJ Mask or something like that. Oh, you you were nothing but a series of hoots and clicks right there. I have (laughs) no idea what you just said. Uh, With a cute little pig. Oh, yeah. It's darling. Mm -hmm. I just am like, wow, there's, you know, there's just so much, let alone the, you know, superheroes and figures and so um not only does my niece have a list ready to go but also she wants to be a youtube star everybody 
Uh-oh. I'm sorry, what? She wants to be a YouTube star. She also loves those little Shopkins and Hatchimals. Oh, Shopkins. Jeez. And she watches yes. the videos of these little girls who, you know, you get them in the little eggs and you don't know which one you're getting. And so they, they basically do an unboxing, unboxing on YouTube. Uh, those Shopkins are the top videos. Yes. And she'll sit there and watch because they get some iPad time, you know. So she's, that's what she, that's her go to. She likes to watch them. So we're sitting at the table. This is yesterday morning. I went over to do some Halloween crafting with them because I've been pr- promising for a long time. And we finish all the projects. And she says, Auntie, will you please do a video of me? And she took her little Shopkins out and I made a little video. <sighs> She's, you know, she's a very charismatic little girl. You know, she's talkative and so oh, sweet gosh. and just darling, right? And, Expressive. You know, uh-huh. Yes. And so she, that's a good word. Yeah. For four and a half minutes, she went straight talking about this, you know, the, the Shopkins Are and the different serious? characters. And oh, yep, let's go to this row and talk about these ones and, did, you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, wow, this is a whole new world. Because even in Target, if you walk through, there's some YouTube stars that have their own line of slime and all these little toys that they're making and all this stuff. There's this one kid, he's like four years old. He just, that's all he does. And he makes millions of dollars. Oh my God, pimp that kid out. Oh, well then she's like, Mama, can I, you know, when her mom came back, can we please post my videos so people can see them? And she's like, nope, nope, <gasps> not, sorry, not oh, happening. Good for her. Which I'm like, Okay, good. I was like, but don't worry. We just made that for us. And don't worry. I'll be taking that out at her graduation or her wedding or something because it's Aww. pretty cute to see her. Well, and speaking of Christmas, oh, was there something else with that, Jace? With the no, YouTube? I was just going to quick. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, sweetheart. I, oh, no, yeah. What I just wanted to quickly interject yeah, is, no. isn't, isn't it a sign of the times? And I think you two know what I'm going to say. What I find fascinating. Well, first, it's cute that what Lux is getting ready to say. But what I find smile inducing is the fact that when we were kids for me my dream was to be on television Mm, yes kids now want to be on youtube that that's what struck me Uh, you know what i mean when i growing up what all i ever 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 wanted to do was be like johnny carson was to be on television yeah kids now want to be on youtube I don't know. I, Who's it just struck work me. At the so, power yeah. plant. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I will. I'll work at the power plant. I'm sorry, but Lex, I didn't mean to get you. Oh no, 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 no. I, I no. I, I'm glad you guys reacted in that way because I was kind of like, you want to be a YouTuber? That's yeah. that's exact. And she's five years old, guys. I want to be a YouTuber, Auntie Lex. I'm like, wow. Okay. How can we make science cool again? Oh, right. So yeah. little kids want to be scientists. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. We don't have time to tackle that right now, no, Don. But maybe, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and you brought up the video God. games that are coming back, the Lion King and Aladdin, and you know, so the the catalogs are out for Christmas, right? Yeah. At the big box stores. Yeah. And oh. I guess that they got to it before my sister in law did, and all of the kids. There's the oldest. He's um, nine, so he was handwriting and circling all the things that the other kids wanted. And uh, there's four of them, and the youngest, he's two. And so they were flipping through and wrote down and circled what they wanted for Christmas. And we're like, okay, great. Some of the normal suspects, you know, some more Shopkins, some Paw Patrol, uh, some Superman. They, all four of them, including the two-year-old, <laughs> what? circled an iPhone 11. <laughs> Are the two-year-old? They all want iPhone 11. Oh, my God. 
Oh my gosh. The two year old knows what an iPhone is? <laughs> yes. Oh no. And they want the 11. The yes. latest. Yep. We are doomed as a people. They're like, I heard this takes better video and pictures. And oh, I'm like, you my guys, goodness. I don't even have that phone. What are you talking about? Yeah. Auntie, Auntie Alexis has a wooden phone, kids. <laughs> I know a parent whose kid who's uh, 10 wants an iPhone 11. Yeah. And uh, they had to say, I have an iPhone 4. <laughs> right. You're not getting an iPhone 11 no. for Christmas. Sorry. But then that also begs the question, too. When do you give your kid a cell phone, and what kind of cell phone do you get them? Oh. Is it only one that just, you know, like those old Nokia bricks, where yeah. you can just make a phone call and text? A flip phone. I mean, these are smartphones, right? A little flip phone? Exactly, Don. Or a rotary phone, like mine. <laughs> Here, kids, play with a rotary phone. I just... Oh, my gosh. And I was even saying, like, there's just so many things. Like, I was even talking about, like, the time. I was like, oh, we do things at the top and the bottom of the hour. And they looked at me like, what are you talking about? And then I thought, kids aren't looking at clocks anymore. Oh, no, yeah, they look, look at the 12 and the 6. Yeah. No. Top and bottom. Yeah. And so there's just so many things where they're looking at you like, what the heck is that? There was a pencil sharpener in the shop at MCAD in the wood shop there. And I was, I was even thinking, do kids even know what that is now? No. It was a hand pencil sharpener. You crank it, you know? Kids don't know what those are. No. They don't know how to write cursive. They don't know how to tell time on an analog clock. Right. They don't know what a, they don't know what a phone booth is. <laughs> no. <laughs> they don't even they probably, probably know what a Nokia is or a flip phone. They probably think a phone booth is a very small bathroom, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's uncomfortable, Mama. Oh, just, where do you pee at? <laughs> oh, Mom, where do you go here? I don't know. I, I, okay. Oh, it just blows me away. It's so funny. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this, all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor, as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash JAPOD50 and use code JAPOD50 to get 50% off. That's code JAPOD50 at factormeals.com slash JAPOD50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I oh kids the two see Lex what you, where you where you stumped me is the two year old circling the oh, iPhone oh he was like oh yeah I want an iPhone too Auntie I'm like good luck with that kid yeah. what are you do? good luck but I have to admit though he has taught me some things on my iPad that I did two year old that I did well know you're still about. working with the VCR so true that true that well let me ask you Lex real quick before we take a break what's the likelihood that your brother 
is going to fulfill it, that your brother is going to contact Santa and fulfill any of these wishes. Oh, no, zero with the iPhone. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's like, can I go negative on this? That's even exist. Oh, gosh. Oh, no, no. She, Sorry, we both Santa. started dying because I was like, whoa, did you all? And it said all four of their names handwritten nicely. Next to the iPhone. Sure, no problem. I'll get four of those. It's been four thousand dollars. Dollars, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's oh, the gosh. other thing. Oh my goodness. So darn funny. Eight seventeen. <laughs> when we come back, the one and only Elizabeth Reese. Next. This is a my talk dirt alert. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk one hundred seven one. We are the home of everything entertainment, and because of that, we make a guarantee that right now you'll get uh, a whole heaping helping of hot dish and rice and roni. Uh, yeah. Elizabeth Reese is here. Hello, Elizabeth The Reese. San Francisco treat. Good morning, right. my friends. <laughs> Good morning. It's nice to hear your voices. Okay, I do want to start by talking about these wildfires in California, which oh. are just mm-hmm. so sad and scary and something that we unfortunately talk about um, quite regularly. And there are some celebrities, because this is where we do celebrity news and the Dirt Alert, that are being impacted as well. LeBron James is among 200,000 people evacuated from their homes as um, the wildfires continue to ravage California. It's an 85-square-mile blaze. Um, It's now burning near Josh Duhamel's home in Brentwood and the historic Getty Center, which is home to Rembrandt and Van Gogh paintings. Yes. So um, LeBron James went out, uh, went on Twitter and said, man, these L.A. fires are no joke. Had to emergency evacuate my house and I've been driving around with my family trying to get rooms. No luck so far. Yeah, I was telling the... uh I was telling the the ladies a little bit ago, my buddy, Hey, Hey, Haley, Haley Hurst is the executive producer of Good Day LA, and I follow her on Twitter, and she just tweeted a few minutes ago. She goes, pay attention and get out. Let the firefighters do their job. And uh, there's new voluntary evacuation warning centers now, and uh, it's Mm. just... I've driven, when I go to visit her, I've driven down that section of the 405, and I, I'm always in awe of the Getty Center and the fact that the fire is so close to the Getty Center. Yeah. Luckily, um, I watched a story, the state-of-the-art systems that they have in place to protect the works of art. I bet it's amazing, huh? They they basically go underground, and they have bunkers. I mean, it's a whole, it looks like the Batcave. It looks like something Bruce Wayne concocted. Whoa. So, yeah, it, they have... Uh, they have a lot of systems in place, but my goodness, it's just awful. I know, awful, it really awful. is awful. So thinking of folks that are dealing with that there, it's so terrible. Harry and Meghan, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, are considering, speaking of California, creating a second base in California, is what the Daily Mail is reporting today, and that they are going to, they're going to do an upcoming trip, um, a trip to California, and apparently they're expected to spend Thanksgiving with Meghan's mother, Doria, They are going to take a six-week break from royal duties in the U.S., and um, they are thinking about uh, having another location in the U.S. where they could kind of live part-time. Get away. I think it's a great idea. Yes. Yes. Get out of there. Get out. 100%. Give her a moment. (laughs) Yeah, give her a break, and who cares? I mean, you know... William can do all the hard work. Harry's lower down in the line to the throne. It's yes. fine. Let William do it. I think that would be good for He them. seems to enjoy yes. it more anyway. You know what I mean? Well, he, he just kind to... of gets it. Yeah, I think it's yeah. more comfortable for him, and he's sort of 
um, you know, just understands the dynamic more. And and there you go. And, you know, it's an oldest child thing, too. Oldest children, they're, they just, there's like a little bit of a bossy factor with oldest children. If you're an oldest mm-hmm. child yep. like I am, you know what it's like. Ding, ding. Yes. <laughs> you're just a little bossy and you kind of assume that, you know, there's like a caretaking of your siblings, too. Yes. And you just sort of assume that if hard things happen, that you need to step up and step take up. care of everybody else. Yeah, and, and he's been raised this whole this way, too. You know, you're... Probably you could you have a really good chance of being king. This is very true. Yep. Very true. Okay, let's talk about Ben Affleck now. He's also making a lot of headlines today. Ben Affleck uh, uh, had a relapse over the weekend at a mm. Halloween party. So, mm. you know, this is the other hard thing about being, you know, Ben Affleck would be a person who probably would be good for him to not live in L.A. Mm-hmm. I think, unfortunately. Uh, yes. You know, he has his kids with Jennifer Garner and they're in L.A. I mean, I think even if maybe they could have all relocated together, it might have been better for him. He, on Saturday night, appeared to be publicly inebriated at an event in West Hollywood. And then the next day he was seen arriving at Jennifer Garner's home. So here's what a source is telling people. You could tell that it wasn't an easy thing for him, but Ben owned his mistake. He said it happens, that he slipped up, but it won't happen again. It was a smart move because now the story is basically over. Well, the story isn't really over. I mean, lots of people have been talking about it. And so um, he said, it happens. It was a slip. I'm not going to let this derail me. Mm. He's been sober for a year. I was thinking about how how awful it would be. So you know you slipped up on your sobriety. Mm -hmm. So that's bad enough. Then you add the layer of TMZ cameras are right there to capture it. Yes. And then the next morning you wake up and you're going to your ex-wife's house who uh, has an opinion probably about this. And you're once again attacked by the paparazzi. Right. (laughs) So you're embarrassed. You feel bad probably about yourself. Talk about the shame game, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then here you are and you have to deal with all of the inside stuff. But there's also because you're a celebrity, you're all dealing with the cameras up your butt yeah. as as you deal with the shame. I'm going thought, to talk oh, to Jennifer rough. Garner when yes. I mean, his addiction was a key part in their relationship falling apart. Right. Yeah. I mean, yep. it was years and years of that that I think made it too difficult for her to be able to function going forward. Yeah, it's a tough deal. Justin Bieber vowing to release a new album before Christmas. Ooh, if. Uh, there is a, if there's um, a post on his Instagram that gets 20 million likes. Oh, stop it. Okay. That's what he did. Oh, see, I, just, know, just, I know okay. that was going to go from high to low so oh. fast and I was just waiting for it. Oh, brother. So here's what it says. If this gets 20 million likes, Justin Bieber will release an album before Christmas. He said, share it, like it, post it in your story. I got to see the demand. Love you guys. Pumped for it. I'm almost done, but your support will make me move faster. This is kind of genius, though, guys, at the same time. It's pretty genius. I mean, and we also, cringe, but the you know the kid he's going to get those likes. And then in response to um, Selena Gomez coming out with her new music, which by the way, that song about Justin Bieber. Previously, I had just read the lyrics, and mm-hmm. then I actually listened to the song. This is like Selena Gomez's best stuff ever. Mm, I've really? always been kind of like a take it or leave it with Selena Gomez music. Yeah, that's a very good song. I'm rolling yes. my eyes at the whole. Yes. If you want my I album, agree. tweet me. Just make the album. Just it make the album. It has 6,474,454 likes so far. 13 hours ago was when he posted it. Wow. Yeah. See, It'll ooh. be kind of fun to track it. I don't know. What else am I doing on this Monday? <laughs> true, true. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Elizabeth guys. Reese, today at 3 on Twin Cities Life. Oh, Dawn, I forgot. Oh, crap.
It's okay. It's been so busy. Dreams. You got any? Oh. Six five. Uh, let's just let's oh, not do it today. Not doing let's it? not. Okay. Oh, thank you. Okay, good. Let's hold my off brain today. Can handle it. <laughs> I'll handle this next one. Bob Iger lessons yes. when we return. All right. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. And streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McClain. Hey, um, usually we do Dreamweaver Dawn right now. But the truth of the matter is... <laughs> yeah, whoopsies. The truth of the matter is this. Number one, I am a moron and forgot to solicit callers, so I failed at my job. We all did. I did too, Jace. I did no- too. I could have said something, but I forgot. Yeah. And number two, the truth of the matter is, Dawn really doesn't want to do it today uh, because she's half asleep. She's barely here. Bless her heart. She got about 15 seconds of sleep last night. We're all still kind of recovering from PD&D, so it will return next week at its regular scheduled time. So thank you for your patience. Thank you. Um, so I will tell you, I, I, you know, when we were getting uh, toward the end of the show, I was thinking, oh, I'll save this for tomorrow. It'll be a good thing. So maybe I'll divide it into two because I'm, I'm really actually excited to talk about this because I know Lex likes this type of thing. And, and Don, I know you do too. And this is a little bit of a departure for us because our show is primarily goofy. It's a comedy show to make you laugh, but sometimes you make you think. And so I'm excited. I finished Bob Iger's book, and I named it AbFab. I've been talking about it for a couple of weeks because you know me. When I love something, um, I want everybody to get it, and I want everyone to have it and love it as much as I do. Um, and I was very – I now know what you you regular book readers feel like when you come to the end of a great book. You're sad to leave those people. Yes. You're sad. It's like the end of a TV show, too. You're sad. Yes. I – I'm sad that Bob is not going to talk to me in my car anymore. Aww. And I'm not joking. He, he reads I, his own book, right? Is that how um, that works? He reads or? the beginning and the end. The begin- Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So I, but all, I'm not kidding here. I, I, it ended during Project Down and Dirty, and I got to the end of it on, on Thursday, and I got sad. Because I enjoyed learning from this guy. If you don't know, he's the CEO of the Walt Disney Company. He started at ABC in 1974, the year I was born, and moved his way up. And and he, the book is called The Ride of a Lifetime. If you are in any type of boss situation, I beg you to read this book. Because even if you don't work in media, there are lessons that you can um, extrapolate and put onto yourself, superimpose onto your own business. Yeah. Whether it's Walmart or maybe you're a shift manager at Hojo, or you're running a tech company, or you work for Leanne Chen, or you work for DocuSign. It doesn't matter where you work. So I'm going to, Lex, if you don't yeah, mind. What are, some, what are some of the great takeaways other than, well, you've shared a few already. Well, this is what's great about this book, Lex. And I thought of you when Bob did this. I thought, oh, Lex is going to love this. At the end of the book, he comes back. And he puts together all of the lessons that's woven through the book mm. in basically a list for you. Nice. Oh. So he takes them out of the stories and does little bullet points. And I thought, oh, wow, Bob. Smart. And it, it's in the appendix. And he calls it, calls it lessons to, to lead by. And uh, so let me let me let me just read a few of them, if you don't mind. And I think if you're in your car, I think you're going to love you're going to have some bing bing moments. Um, here we go. Ask the questions you need to ask. 
admit without apology what you don't understand and do the work to learn what you need to learn as quickly as you can. Mm. Now, yeah, I love that. This next one, he talks a lot about decency, about the basic necessity and value of decency. Bob writes, be decent to people. Treat everyone with fairness and empathy. This doesn't mean that you lower your expectations or convey the message that mistakes don't matter. It means that you create an environment where people know you'll hear them out, Mm. that you're emotionally consistent and fair-minded, and that you'll be given a second chance for honest mistakes. That's Mm. a good lesson for anybody, even if you're not in a situation of authority. Yeah. Yeah. Just life. I love this one. Now, this one is for bad bosses. (laughs) This is good. Excellence and fairness don't have to be mutually exclusive. Strive for perfection, but always be aware of the pitfalls of caring only about the product and never the people. Mm. Isn't that good? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. I love that. It's so true. Yeah. True integrity, a sense of knowing who you are and being guided by your own clear sense of right and wrong is a kind of secret leadership weapon. If you trust your own instincts and treat people with respect, the company you lead will come to represent the values you live by. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Lead from the top, for sure. Yep. Absolutely. Those those values are reflected and trickle down. This is, uh, oh, I love this. This is when, when you're in a meeting. And you have to convey, like, you did this wrong, you did this wrong, da-da-da-da. I love this. Bob writes, don't start negatively and don't start small. People will often focus on little details as a way of masking a lack of any clear, coherent, big thoughts. If you start petty, you seem petty. Ha-ha! Isn't that Yes! I love that! That is so good. And true. If you Again, start life petty, lesson. right there. Beyond if you leadership. Start, yeah. If you start petty, you seem petty. I just, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you get in now, your own way. Yes. Now, this is for some youngins here. This is a great lesson. He told a big story about this. But again, this is why I love the appendix of the right of a lifetime, because he sums it up for you. Here we go, youngins. If you're in the middle of building your career. Don't let ambition get ahead of opportunity by fix. Let me say that again. Do not let ambition get ahead of opportunity by fixating on a future job or project. You become impatient with where you are. You don't tend enough to the responsibilities you do have. And so ambition can become counterproductive. It's important to know how to find the balance. Do the job you have. Well, be patient Look for opportunities to pitch in and expand and grow and make yourself one of the people through attitude and energy and focus whom your bosses feel they have to turn to when an opportunity arises. Mm. Basically, don't look so far down the road (laughs) that you miss where you're driving right now. Yeah, that you're doing your current job poorly. Yes. Yeah. You got to do your current job well. So when the opportunity that you want comes, your bosses think of you first. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, this everyone's is... Re- everyone is replaceable, right? Yes, um, but you, you said also, that, yeah. But you also want to make sure that you are putting, yeah, what you need each day forward so that they do think about you yeah. to, to step into that role. 
Well, yeah. Listen, Lex, this is... Oh, God, you're so good at this. Oh, is it, does this lead into the next one? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, to this. okay. We all, this is from Bob Iger's book, everybody, who I'm, uh, this book is so sensational. We all want to believe we're indispensable. You have to be self-aware enough to know that you don't cling to the notion that you are the only person who can do this job. Mm -hmm. At its essence, good leadership isn't about being indispensable. It's about helping others be prepared to step into your shoes, giving them access to your own decision-making, identifying the skills they need to develop, and helping them improve, and sometimes being honest with them about why they're not ready for the next step up. Oh, wow. Isn't that good? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's, uh, there's two. This is for bosses, everybody. This, this first one is really cute. My former, he writes, my former boss, Dan Burke, who's a really good guy in broadcast and media, once handed me a note that said, quote, avoid getting into the business of manufacturing trombone oil. You may you may become the greatest trombone oil manufacturer in the world, but in the end, the world only consumes a few quarts of trombone oil a year. Basically, Dan was telling me not to invest in small projects that would sap up my and the company's resources and not give much back. I still have that note in my desk, Bob writes, and I use it when talking to our executives about what to pursue and where to put their energy. I love that. Yes. Trombone oil is great, girl, Mm -hmm. but we're only selling like two quarts a year. Yeah, yeah. Put your resources into things that really matter. Um, you mm-hmm. be pretty ruthless with your time and energy. Yep. Uh, this is good for for bosses who do not get along. Listen to what he writes, and he speaks about you know the the uh, the era of Disney when uh, Michael Eisner was being kicked out. When the people at the top of a company have a dysfunctional relationship, there's no way that the rest of the company can be functional. It's like having two parents who fight all the time. The kids know and they start to reflect the animosity back onto the parents and at each other. Yes. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. It's lonely at the top. You know, you only have a few of your colleagues who can really relate. And, um, you know, you don't want, yeah, you don't want the kids to see you fighting. Yep. It's part of your job. Yep. This is another one I have. I've had people in my life that could learn this one, and then we'll wrap up, and I'll do more maybe tomorrow. Michael Eisner used to say, micromanaging is underrated. I agree with him to a point. Sweating the details can show how much you care. Great is often a collection of very small things after all. The downside of micromanagement is that it can be stultifying and it can reinforce the feeling that you don't trust the people who work for you. I think that's a great lesson for bosses. Yeah. It can it can yeah, you put people in place, let them do your job. If you don't trust them, remove them from that job. So Yes. Yep. Anyway, that's really good. Yeah, there's more. Uh, maybe I'll do a little mini segment tomorrow. But um, it's such it's so good, everybody. It's the, called The Ride of a Lifetime uh, by Bob Iger. It's available on audiobook. That's how I listen to it um, in regular. And again, you will learn so much. And I in the stories that he weaves into these lessons, fascinating. He talks about buying Disney. He talks, or I'm sorry, he talks about uh, buying Star Wars and Marvel and ABC and how Disney grew and how he became CEO, and oh, it's fascinating. Wow. 8.44, everybody. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back after this. Go to-
Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm I talk World 7 1. I'm Chase with Lex and Dawn. New episode of Two Fairy Godfathers will post a little bit later today. We're a little behind due to Project Down and Dirty. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, everything's... Yeah, everything's... We're, we're off we're, in we're, general. We're, yeah, we're off in general. The whole staff... Uh, <laughs> give us a day, girl. Give us a day. So, yeah, it'll probably post later today or tomorrow. Nice. I'll let y'all know. But, uh, yeah, give us a fragrant moment. But we'll get the new episode out to you. So, uh, thanks for your patience. And you can follow us, if you haven't already, on uh, Instagram. We're in the middle of our wine... Uh, uh, international... Uh, the Epcot International Food and Wine Fest reviews. Posting delicious bites that we ate uh, at Epcot for the Food and Wine Festival and our reviews of the food. You can see all the pretty food pictures and our reviews uh, on our Instagram account. So ah. we grade in fairies, girl. Grade in fairies. Four is the best. Four is the best. Ooh, we've only we've right. only we've only given a couple fours, but uh, yeah. Uh, it is uh, eight fifty one. Dawn, you're almost. Uh, we're almost done, girl. Where the show's almost done. <laughs> I know. You're this much closer to napping. How does that feel? Yeah, sleeping for the night. Uh, it yeah. feels great. Yeah, love you guys, but <laughs> no, girl, I b- believe me. Yeah, your zombie could just turn into sleepy time yeah. in the morning. You know, kind of thing. Now, what is your? Because Dawn has had about uh, seventeen minutes of sleep. Uh, yeah. This, uh, now, what is your strategy, Dawn? Are you going to nap? Or are you going to try to wait? And then just do a massive sleep tonight. Oh my God! Are you kidding me? I can't. I'm I'm literally falling asleep as we're sitting here. I'm okay. Concerned I might be not good to drive home. <laughs> oh no! No, I'll be okay. Um, I'll yeah. drop you off. No, it's fine. <laughs> I'll be fine. Yeah, I can't. I can't Straight make sleep it. First, I've, I've, yeah, yeah. I've started to fall asleep at four a.m. and my alarm goes off at four thirty. So you do the math there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One, two, let me see. And there it was broken. And then I snoozed once. And the, during those snoozes, I fully fell asleep. Uh-huh. Isn't that weird? Oh. No, not at all. <laughs> so I didn't. I don't have a great outfit on today. Um, I did not oh. straighten my hair. I don't look good. I have on leggings. Um, you look beautiful. We're going I'm straight sure to nap time. Uh-huh. I, I'm just going to get it's in like these Monopoly. clothes, guys. I have a tank top and leggings yeah. on. I'm, hot, take this hot, hot. <laughs> I'm just going to get in bed like this. I will oh. take off my shoes, but that's it. Nice. Pass Lex, out city. Lex, how you? I'm, I'm going to do that you, today, Lex. too. I, I'm going to do well, that today. I got to, you know, Don and I are just, you know, when we're tired, girl, we're tired mm. and we let everybody know it. I have to admit, Lex, you are, you should be capital E exhausted. Uh, and you have sounded pretty perky today. Mm. Now that we're done with the show, yeah. I'm giving you a, a mad kudos, girl. You, Aww. you have sounded fantastic today. Aww. You haven't sounded at all like the weekend, uh, like uh, you should. <laughs> the, the crazy weekends, yeah. No, yes. I um, I I, slept, I I did get. To, I passed out last night, just oh, like your okay. Friday and Saturday nights. I just that that was my last night. So yeah, I, uh, yes, I'm tired, but we're gonna have a good nap today. It's gonna be great. The best times are when you don't really have anything planned later. So mm-hmm. that's today, baby. Are we doing? Are we thinking a four hour nap? There, I'm thinking. Uh, uh, yeah, hey, whatever God wants. I will answer it, okay? (laughs) Are you leaving your nap in Jesus' hands? That's right. He's watching us all the time. So, yeah, you're right. It's like, whatever is your command, I I shall do that. Uh, The other thing that I am doing, though, I am planning my trip to the the museum in Rochester. 
Thank you so much to everyone who has sent me messages about this creepy doll museum. Oh, You're yes. having a contest. It's in Rochester. They're going to be showing it for like another month or so or till December 1st, actually. And so I was like, mm, I need What's to go the there. contest? It's for the creepy, creepiest doll. Oh, shoot. So I'm thinking, ooh, I got to go see Just bring this. Trudy. You don't even have to do anything to her. Yeah, just bring her and off she goes. Maybe she'll yeah. be on display. You never know, guys. Uh, I hear rumblings. Yeah, Do we, we have got both Donna and Steve. Dominique et Canique s'en allaient tout simplement. Play with the queen of hearts. There we go. Hey, guys. Hi, guys. Hey. How'd you do with your print? <sighs> uh, pretty good. We got um, $500, $500 nice. today. That's yeah. awesome. That's yes. awesome. That was a fun yeah. auction setting on uh, on Friday night. That was just fun watching people go tit for tat and then bingo, bango. I mean, who was $1,400 that you're yeah. up going for? Yeah. Man, that's you know, a there's, lot. There's that, always that moment in the beginning of the auction when your butt's clenched, you're, you got TMJ, <laughs> you know, you're just thinking, please, somebody <laughs> like this, well, you know? And Steve, I got to say, I talked about you to my family over the weekend. Oh. I said, you know, Steve and I were quite the tag team uh, with the oh, uh, yeah. selling of the beads. You oh, and my I gosh. were like the Wonder Twins. You oh. know what's funny, Jason? Uh, when we were selling these beads, so I was working the downstairs, and I didn't know that you were up there on the microphone. So I am hard, I, like selling beer at a wild game. I'm like, who wants beads? We got beads. Yep. We got beads. And I'm trying to high pressure people into it. I start yeah. accumulating money. Then I go upstairs, and then Jason's got a mic. We made some money, man. Yeah. Uh, did you hear? Almost 2000 Dollars no in beads alone. Yes. Yes. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Beads? Wow. Yeah. And I'm awesome. Donna Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Donna. I forgot she was here. What's coming up, Donna? <laughs> <laughs> you got a second. How <laughs> 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 <laughs>